0: and welcome to Edging on Doug, a podcast where three members of the legal defense team for BluffCo analyze Doug's first movie in 10-minute increments. In this case, 12-minute increments, because Doug's first movie is over before you know it. I'm Drew.
1: I'm Sam. And I gotta say, Drew, I, th- this episode, I want to start off with an apology. Uh... <laughs> I did not expect that. I know the the last episode ended with us and Adam beating on you for like five minutes as we were just talking about it It can't be over there's no way the next episode is the last one but it was this movie does not uh, let the door hit it on the way out no it does not overstay its welcome in any way they know exactly how much time its
2: audience has to spare (laughs) and they get you the fuck out of the theater
0: (laughs) it's just enough time for a toddler's nap time you sit them down on the couch with their blanket, you put on Doug's first movie, you go do laundry, and then once you hear the that cr- those credits, you know to come back and check on little
1: Mikey. Drew, it's very interesting you would say that, because I have realized, as, as I was watching this, I know I had mentioned the first episode that I had seen this before, but I didn't really remember much of it. I am now 99% sure I fell asleep right when this movie started and slept through the entire thing, because I, <laughs> I have no memory of any of it. None of it sticks. <laughs> I'm just actually but i say, I've got through. some good memories of it now Namely the boat scene Which I did go back and double dip on I know that might be against our rules But I did watch the boat scene again <laughs> Bastard <laughs> I can't
2: blame you though. Yeah I'm, I'm going back through my notes From the entire season And man there's shit here
1: that I uh, I genuinely forgot about <laughs> It was such a fast movie But at the same time You look back to episode one oh, It's been a ride Yeah Mm-hmm. The nature of the
0: beast. Doug's first movie wastes no time. And let's waste no more time by discussing the plan for which Doug and Skeeter called up the Sleeches.
1: Yes, yeah, the plan that they don't make but in fact, Doug's dog makes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they spend... Uh, got, coming back from where
2: we left off uh, Doug and Skeeter call over the brothers Sleech and they make a plan mm-hmm. what to do with the monster how to get him out of the... the the clutches the cold clutches of bill bluff so they spend hours and dozens of cookies mm-hmm. planning and i'm, I'm gonna t- I'm a, i mentioned this i think last episode drew and i were talking about this and i was right They they plan they didn't do anything that would necessitate needing a plan everything they did happens by chance or on the fly <laughs> you're right
0: not entirely because they bring in a monster costume into the venue, so sorry, they ha- their plan is stupid. Their plan <laughs> makes no practical or logistical sense, but it somehow manages to work out. Because t- to spoil it for you guys, they know that the monster is going to be set loose in Funky Town, and then Bill Bluff's going to have his laser soldiers <laughs> blow up the <to>
1: kingdom. Come. <laughs> what a sentence. What? It, it's really interesting, because I feel like if you describe Doug's first movie to someone, it sounds sound really good. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it doesn't sound good when you say it that way. So, but the Sleech brothers and our main characters, they decide the best way to remedy this situation is... Is to bring Robo-Crusher... Is to somehow have Robo-Crusher show up to the dance, which, by the way, they have no hand in. Robo-Crusher just happens to be at the dance for no reason. Oh, no, no, no. Robo-Crusher's at to the dance.
1: <laughs> Robo-Crusher's at the dance because Roger was too cold. He needed the jacket.
0: <laughs> I guess they knew Roger was going to be Before
1: we get into the
2: dance, though, it's... When they're uh, making the plan, they don't figure out what the hell to do with the monster. Their plan is to find the monster and get him out of Funky Town... And well, so they're
1: planning to like, throw them in the lake that's not... Po- the very convenient, not polluted lake yeah. behind Funky Town. Oh,
2: and look, when looking at the map, Funky Town is on the map. I've never seen,
1: like, a local they, map with...
0: Bluffington's economy lives and dies by Funky Town, Adam.
1: <laughs> Drew, as the local Bluffington historian amongst us, uh, can, can you say if this map is accurate to the rest of the series? Is Crystal Lake really a thing that's behind Funky Town throughout the rest of the... Se- is there continuity...
0: I will say this, Sam. I have no evidence to the contrary (laughs) or in support of. Because Crystal Lake... Wait, was it called Crystal Lake? Yeah, it's called
2: Crystal Lake. Jason
0: Voorhees and the lake monster share the
2: same lake, (laughs) They're in the same... As soon as they let the monster go, Jason Voorhees cuts his fucking head off.
0: There's Crystal Lake, which is like one mile from the polluted-ass Lucky Duck Lake. (laughs) And so the geniuses decide to free the monster into Crystal Lake assuming that there's no such thing as pollution runoff and also (laughs) assuming that the monster can live there because I mean was Herman Melville so stupid that he chose to remain in Acid Lake rather than move a mile (laughs) to Crystal Lake
2: well Drew also the, the, the integrity of the lake will always stand because the name is called Crystal Lake Therefore, it will always mm. be its namesake. That is not privy to change. Yeah. What, good point. Good point.
0: What's what Sam doesn't know is that Camp Crystal, uh, <laughs> that Lake Crystal, Crystal Lake. Damn it! I keep on trying to say Camp Crystal Lake. Is that Crystal Lake? Much like Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Skull Vodka, is filtered through real diamonds <laughs> that removes all built-up it,
2: pollution. It's filtered from Lucky Duck Lake through Funky Town, which is just the. It's filtered through disco balls and crystals but, and the like. So it's the purest form of water imaginable.
1: Guys, we've been going for a little bit now and no one's talked about Roger's tie yet. (laughs) Or his jacket. Roger is dressed essentially the same at the dance, except he's got a tie and it's a really good tie. It's pretty, they've got some good ties in this movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If only they could tie the plot together. Ooh.
1: Roasted. We also got here uh, immediately after we were introduced to Roger, uh, Ro- Roger Ro- Roger rolls up to the dance with his uh, amazing tie and immediately. He's uh, in the limo. He is. <laughs> he gets out of the limo and spots RoboCrutcher and he, he shouts a phrase that we all latched onto separately, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to do the honors? Say or? Much, oh, me? Really? You got it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Roger just yells, Joey Kookamanga! <laughs> ha <laughs> an instant classic (laughs) catchphrase i'm looking
0: this up right now i've got to know if this means something
1: (laughs) while you're doing that i want to Uh, say that i was very surprised that the uh the music at the dance was very contemporary like judging by the aesthetic of the rest of the movie i kind of assumed it would just be disco at the dance yeah but no they're just playing like your average like 1999 rock yeah it sounds kind of like
2: light punk kind of it's it's a weird choice for a high school dance it's too yeah they got uh, it's like too fast th- paced to dance to it's a weird choice they're singing about water <laughs> deep deep water i mean
1: say what you will about guy Graham, but he managed to book our lady Peace for the dinky dance <laughs> <laughs> the dance suddenly isn't so dinky
0: <laughs> guy Graham says neutral milk hotel was busy. <laughs> but uh I, I googled joey Cucamonga. And all that came up was Joey's Pizza Restaurant, located in Cucamonga, Ontario. We can just Is assume that's what he meant, then.
1: I, I, it's gotta be. I'm going to, yeah. Oh, I, I really enjoy when we get to the dance. We get, the, we get some establishing shots showing all the armed guards around. You know, like any other modern American high school dance. Yeah, Doug was oh, ahead oh, of its time. Geez. That's how they are now. <laughs> yeah, they Doug really called it. <laughs> Maybe
2: it's because of Doug that all these horrible things happen in high schools.
0: Correlation does not equal causation. But I really like that RoboCrusher is just loose on the town. Roger didn't bring RoboCrusher with him to the dance. <laughs> RoboCrusher is like waiting at the door with an extra jacket for Roger.
1: It's so sweet. is the best character. RoboCrusher is the best character. I
0: love RoboCrusher. But there is a mechanical life form that is just Lucid Bluffington with apparently no chaperone or anything like that.
1: <laughs> I, I want to come back to that later, too. We get to some of what happened at the dance. Uh, oh.
0: it's, it's a grisly scene, guys. <laughs> you, you know the Red Wedding from uh, Game of Thrones? That has nothing on this mm. Valentine's dance.
1: It turns out that it's surprisingly easy to call RoboCrusher off, uh uh, there, there's a very simple. This you know, the the brothers sleech just simply yell forty six twenty one. Immediately Robo Crusher is down. Damn it, Sam! You turned my computer off saying that. <laughs> Adam, forty six twenty
2: one. You can't hear this, but
0: Adam just shut down.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. You'll 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 hear him in the next episode of the show. He's gonna set this one out. Adam,
0: <laughs> Adam, thirty nine fifty four.
2: What the hell just
0: happened? Oh, nothing. Forget huck, huck, it. Pike. <laughs> <laughs> so RoboCrusher fucking dies because the brothers sleech say a few lottery numbers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Some ghost of the shell bullshit yeah. where RoboCrusher they put,
1: it, they put it into factory reset <laughs> mode. Just a little line here. I wanted to highlight around this point in the movie. I really enjoyed when uh when Doug just uh, Doug's first interaction with Roger to dance is just. I like your jacket. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) He was looking a little chilly,
2: though. It was a cute. It looked like one of those ribbed jackets. It was a pretty stylish jacket. He just threw it on the ground. Yeah, what a little cutie see well, roger you making is fun of straight. my jacket
1: doug all the girls call you umbrella because you get them dry <laughs> <laughs> what, the <heck? laughs>
2: what that sounds like something our roger would say
0: and then skeeter does a very very intellectual move that he's playing some 4d chess mm. by going out back and asking the security guard when the the truck's coming in, that's gonna wheel in the monster. <laughs> that's
2: not an exaggeration. He goes straight to the back and says, "Hey, when's
1: the truck coming in? It smells kind of fishy." And the, the, this guard, this guard who came from a different cartoon to <laughs> to guard the <laughs> yeah. back dock. Seeing him next to the next to Skeeter is very jarring. It is. Yeah, Just this, he's got this kind, kind of like a Bob's
2: Burgers look to
0: him. Yeah. <laughs> he tells skeeter that what the monster is coming from inside the funky town <laughs> uh-huh. yeah you heard it here he's hidden inside of a giant cardboard heart that has a screw through it what does I that mean i was honestly mean? pretty
1: disappointed by this revelation because i was v- very much hoping as they were talking about the monster being at the dance already that it was just going to be there in a costume and no one was going to have <laughs> noticed <laughs> I was expecting them to just walk back in, and the monster is just there, slow dancing. Costumes are the citizens of <laughs> Bluffington's kryptonite.
2: If you put a character in a costume, they will not be the wiser. They put rope <laughs> to in order to, in order to foil this big plan. Uh, Herman Bra- Herman Melville breaks out of the big heart that is under severe uh, cover covering fire by the bluff guards. <laughs> They wheel the only him reason they away. can't shoot Herman is because they're in front of him. <laughs> That's never stopped the military before. <laughs> so the blo- the brothers Sleech have the brilliant idea to throw the monster costume earlier that Roger used to scare the hoo ha out of Blue Boy. They throw yes, it on RoboCrusher. Crusher. you know,
0: in the, in the third minute of the movie, so of course you were wrong.
2: Well, they mention it one other time, but other than that... That's all yeah. That yeah. They throw it on RoboCrusher, so the- who RoboCrusher plays along and goes... <laughs> I'm a monster.
1: <laughs> Robocrusher fucking dies. Yeah, they murder Robocrusher. <laughs> they they just straight up sent a sentient being in like, hey, you, you know what? Let's have the robot get shot to death. <laughs> and they do. It's not funny if a horrible,
2: disgusting, mean-tempered monster gets shot to death. <laughs> but what if the sweet little Julia Child robot gets shot, begging for its it- life?
1: yes in this surprisingly dark scene as the guards are just yeah. pumping this robot full of lasers while the children literally scream <laughs> from the sidelines <laughs> in what what rubble crusher goes down it starts coughing
0: and it says uh roger take this just thinking of rob roger <laughs> why do i keep calling him robert roger in his (laughs) final moments and then they pump it with laser blasts again
2: (laughs) and uh, with its dying movement it extends its arm revealing a
1: pair of roger's little panties which have his face on them i need some underwear with my own face on them you know what my birthday's coming up all (laughs) i want is a pair of tidy whities with my face just patterned all over them
0: sam do you not have a pair yet
1: no, you guys do? Yeah, we got. Ac- yeah, we of actually course. got
0: them each
2: other for Christmas. Oh, man, yeah, I wasn't our, there this our robotic
0: year. nanny that sounds like Julia Child got them <laughs> for us.
2: You don't have that either, Sam? What? It seems like you're in the minority. Uh, I'm just living my worst life over here. <laughs>
1: RoboCrusher's dead, bro. We're living in a post-RoboCrusher world. I, I really enjoy, too, the hover. When the reaction to this is just... Oh, that's not a monster. It's just a sentient robot <laughs> in a monster costume. Everyone Thank go back the dance. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, yeah, how to do you get here? back to the dance
2: what... after that? Luckily, we don't find out <laughs> like, how. Because... I was going to say, we really don't know. <laughs> Doug and Skeeter wheel the monster, now dressed in drag again, out to the back. So Doug and Skeeter use this as a smokescreen to
0: wheel Herman Melville, the giant lake monster... Out of the hall without being seen, I guess, by anyone. <laughs> even though he just broke out of a heart in the middle of the room and started roaring, but no, they dress him up in
1: his Hermione costume <laughs> and they take him out back to C- Crystal Lake. I gotta say, is, is this guy? Is this where you guys also realize that this was actually the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah (laughs) during this part of the movie i started having this crushing realization of oh wow oh oh shit oh they're wrapping it up oh well, okay here we go this is no
2: exaggeration this is genuinely 12 minutes we ended last episode where they were planning their their big plan to save the monster and the entire
1: resolution is wrapped up in 12 minutes even less really because like there's just there's a lot of setup for the dance and stuff and filler it's that's true (laughs) roller
2: coaster in reality, I guess we, we get about nine minutes, maybe eight. Remember in Ocean's Eleven,
0: when they make that plan and then 12 minutes later the credits are rolling? <laughs> well, Adam was touching upon the, how silly this plan is, and I would have come back to it again, because not only could they have not known that RoboCrusher was here, their entire plan was just bring the monster costume and put it on RoboCrusher, hoping that the guards <laughs> murder it with a... a Heaven's
2: barrage of javelins. A heavy assumption to make, too. Much less the fact that they see the monster come out of the heart, and then they go to what is obviously mm-hmm. not the monster, assuming they've had seen it before, because they probably arrived with the monster. they I'm sure they've seen it before. And they captured they, it. Yeah, they captured it. They've seen the monster. They know it's not that Chinese dragon with the <laughs> with a robot inside <laughs> they- it.
1: That's a really good point. They know what the monster looks like. <laughs> They're just very trigger happy. They just wanted to shoot something. They're good. Bill Bluff hired 10 good guys with guns. <laughs> Guy Graham runs up, takes all the credit, as was his plan. I, I, I also enjoy... Uh, Guy Graham does still take the credit, despite the fact that very clearly the monster has not been killed, the real monster. <laughs> he just kind of runs and is like, I did it! <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness I, I was here.
0: Thank goodness I was in support of Bill Bluff's Second Amendment rights to own
2: commercial <laughs> laser guns. <laughs> the government has them. Civilians should have them. That's kind of Guy right. credo.
1: In my living room, None. all I got is a Stinger missile. It takes up my whole living room, but if... I'll tell you what, the U.S. government can have a Stinger missile, you better damn be sure I'm going to have one. If I see
2: one of them drones pretending to be a bird, so I'm going to shoot it out of the sky with a Stinger. If I see any of them Russian submarines coming too close to, <laughs> to our borders... <laughs> if a, a Russian submarine literally breaks down my living room wall, I'll be ready.
1: That's right. When when When... When the SHTF, I'm gonna be ready with my one stinger missile. Okay, let's let I I hope this isn't derailing too much. We can cut it if it is. But I want I want to put you guys through a theoretical scenario real quick. So society okay. has broken down. It's just tribal warring factions across the entire country. Do you mess with the guy that only has a stinger missile, or not? Because. Yeah. That's all he has? Like, he doesn't have, like, a handgun or anything? All right, let's let's just just say the scenario it's me. I've got a stinger missile in my living room. Let's just say theoretically, I have a stinger missile in my living room. This is fully theoretical, of course. And you you break into my house with your guns, and I've got a hammer, and I'm standing at the front of the missile. I'll fucking do it! I'll do it! You (laughs) won't. I'll start know. lightly tapping around it. Ding 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 ding. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah, like if don't you start, make me. if you start
2: lightly tapping around it, I think we have to. We have to pop one between your eyes in that case.
1: Because mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time before you hit the sweet spot, and there's a big explosion. You flip my dead man switch. I had a I I had a <laughs> I had the stinger a hooked up tracker. to my
2: heart rate or heart. Yeah. <laughs>
1: do you, know, you know? I use my Fitbit. I connected my Fitbit to the Stinger missile. It's surprisingly easy. I got
2: the Stinger app. Don't fuck with me.
1: Just go in the app. The options right there.
0: I'm I'm surprised that you guys are spoiling the end of Doug's first movie where Mr. Bluff arms, straps himself to a nuclear warhead as Mayor Tippy begins knocking down his door about pollution charges. He's like, "All right,
2: paying for no pollution. Stop. I'm taking the whole town with me. I built this town. I'll tear it apart."
0: I already paid to put the pollution in the lake. Now you want me to pay to take it out? Make up your mind.
2: What do you want from Make me? Make up your mind, woman. <laughs> so back to the back to the conclusion. Uh, they they take the monster to the pier. They're trying to get it to go into the lake. It's it's saying its goodbyes and it it pulls a flower out of his uh out of his sleech again. That pesky <laughs> little sleech holding all of his secrets. And they're asking, is this flower for me or for Skeeter? And then the monster speaks the words pork chop. Doug's dog comes running into his arms and starts kissing on him. Pretty cool. Pretty
1: cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. Love wins, Adam.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But then the monster
0: goes in the water and Bill Bluff sees that. And Doug has this sassy... Crystal Lake's five miles long and ten miles wide. You better start looking, Mister Bluff. Don't Mr. you take Bluff. that? from
1: Skeeter. That was a Skeeter
0: original. <laughs> okay, that was Skeeter. I was wondering why it was a sassy line coming from Doug, who doesn't have a, the, an ounce of personality. D- Doug is such a
2: pussy. He would been like, "Oh, I hope you find him, Mister Bluff. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hope you find him."
0: Uh, but Mister Bluff says something with fire in his eyes and. Uh, he says, I will make the rest of your lives a living,
2: writhing,
0: pain racked nightmare to Doug and Skeeter because they let his lake monster go. He's got some
2: real anger problems. Why <laughs> he has some real He's control issues. That's that's the thing though, they let it go. The proof of his wrongdoing that he wanted is gone. Why is he well, why does he care?
1: Yeah. It's gone. Well, everything wraps up conveniently when uh, the only person that can put Mayor Bluff in check, or, or can put Bill Bluff in check, is his daughter, Bibi. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, don't torment my friends.
0: <laughs> and then he says, oh, and then Mayor Tippy is like, and by the way, you're polluting,
2: so you're coming with me. <laughs> and he says, oh. Yeah, oh, you know, just pathetically
1: crawls away on his knees. It's pretty funny. How does B.B. word it? Because I really enjoy her wording there. It's like, they're my friends, I guess. <laughs> such, <laughs> such as they are. It's something like that. They're my friends, such, <laughs> as, such as they, as they are. are. Yes. I really like that, that bit. bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: then, uh, once Bill Bluff goes away, the monster just jumps out of the lake again to show Patty that he was real so Doug can get some sleech tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And Skeeter remembers then that he wanted to give Herman Melville a book, which of course is Herman Melville's Moby Dick. And Skeeter says, uh, You can eat this. No, it's okay. I, I tried it myself. You were right. It's really <laughs> yummy.
2: You know, he I... <laughs> ain't fucking reading that shit.
1: Skeeter ate a book, you guys. <laughs> the lion, the wardrobe, and the audacity of this bitch that (laughs) (laughs) fucking Patty Mayonnaise would dare stand in front of of Doug and try to say that she doesn't believe there's a lake monster when she just watched a sentient robot get destroyed by lasers. Now that's one (laughs) river too far, Doug. (laughs) I can't believe lake monster. (laughs) Speaking of
2: Patty, at some point, she's given the story that Guy wrote in preparation for the massacre on Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) She rolls it up and says, how could you? And then knocks him off the pier. And it's so funny because in the next shot, in the very very back of the pier, you just see Guy walk up without a sound and just exit the frame. It's so freaking silly. I didn't see that, I do know. <laughs> he I just stands right up and walks. Him. It's so funny.
0: I guess I'll go fuck myself, baby.
2: <laughs> I traded candies with you, bitch. You have my baby. <laughs> what?
1: Is Doug gonna help you raise that baby? Guy Graham, upperclassman, single father. Bang.
2: That's a reality <laughs> spinoff. I like that. Having sex with underage girls can be kind of risky, but when you do it right, sometimes you make it big. I'm Guy Graham, <laughs> former upperclassman.
0: Now father of one.
2: <laughs> father of one, looking for fun, hey.
1: Let's rate Guy Graham as a single dad on a scale of one to ten, because I think his insane levels of self-confidence would actually be pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing is, I'm not sure if he'd care about the child.
2: Hmm. That's a good point you probably use it to meet women I'll give him one out of five I'd give him a two I'm sure there's something he has of value I'll give him a 2.5 five. <clears throat> 20. All Alright all right. So We see the good in somebody after all
0: and then as if we forgot they shove robo crusher's misery in our face one more time <laughs> as not fully dead it crawls through the mud out of the charred it's... pile of ash that it was just left in in funky town with its last
1: bits <laughs> of life force
2: with his last <laughs> just so that it could give roger his undie pants came back from death to make sure roger didn't have a chill it, all the time, all the
0: while, it's, you know, giving out whimpers of pain.
1: <laughs> Roger!
0: RoboCrusher! <Rebel> Roger! <laughs> <laughs>
2: so <laughs> uh, so RoboCrusher chases Roger away, so we have some alone time with Doug, Patty, and Skeeter and BB Skeeter and BB are out on the pier by themselves, looking off at the lake. <laughs> and BB asks Skeeter, what you thinking about? And Skeeter replies, fractals! Yes! Skeeter fucking- Skeeter's dropping acid, watching Joe Rogan Experience, (laughs) listening to Tool.
0: (laughs) Skeeter's looking at a Tool album cover, and he's going,
1: It makes so much sense now! (laughs) That's why he ate a book, man. Oh, I dropped half a tab before the dance! (laughs) Skeeter's on an enigma. He's on another level he's a weird kind of alpha he's an alpha but for the wrong reasons watching this movie reminded me that and this is not a joke there is there are two things in my amazon buy later cart that have been there for two years it is skeeter's shirt and a matching pair of yellow shorts (laughs) are you serious (laughs) yes i was gonna go skeeter for halloween last year and i think i'm just gonna go as skeeter to live (laughs) Beautiful. Do you do you think if I wore the the full screen accurate skeeter costume to work that anyone would call me on it? I don't know. That's a great are you gonna be blue? I will paint my skin blue and think, I'll also have the red lightning bolt t-shirt and the yellow. Cause I feel like just a red lightning bolt t-shirt and a yellow pants on the road is just enough of a cartoon character costume. Uh, yeah. I get, I don't think they'd recognize it as Skeeter immediately though. I think if you were blue and plucked all the eight of your hairs, I think they, you're, you're saying Skeeter Roundtime doesn't have that recognition in 2021. <laughs> I wouldn't believe so. Yeah.
2: Roger, be however, Roger's somewhat of a lasting icon.
1: Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a good point The Roger look is harder to nail though Because Roger's look is just a look You know Whereas whereas Skeeter's look is very specifically Skeeter's look (laughs) BB calls Skeeter Skeet skeet
2: (laughs) I didn't notice that Yeah she said What you thinking about skeet skeet Yeah there was supposed to be a comment there What you thinking about skeet
1: skeet She's thirsty (laughs) She, she'd skate, be, skate, butter, oh. skate, <laughs>
2: skate, motherfucker! skate,
1: She'd be for, thirsty for better. <laughs> skate, skeet. skeet. A plotline. What was is that it?
0: song by? What?
1: Oh, Little John. Who's that song yeah, by? I don't even know. Lil that John. It, I'm not even hundred percent sure that's Little John. Yeah. It but is. just. Yeah. Okay, I can just hear it in Little John's voice.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Can we just oh, get a couple Little John noises in in, in here? Yeah. Okay.
0: and then to finally cut through doug's doug's bullshit moping <laughs> nice guy routine patty says fine i'll dance with you just stop just stop looking at me and don't ever talk to me again
1: stop I think calling it's my me turn quail for your daily weekly reminder that doug is based on a real person <laughs> <laughs> why don't you make a semi-autobiographical tv show and make the main character so comically pathetic
2: Why wouldn't you ham it up a little bit in your favor? Because everyone knows you're Doug. If you write this, everyone knows you're Doug.
1: You're Doug. You're fucking Doug, dude. It it hurts to watch as as Patty is talking about how they can hear the music from here. And Doug's like, so you don't (laughs) want (laughs) to dance? Doug, please.
0: Just take the W, dude. Doug, she's throwing you a life preserver, and you're you're just saying no. It's 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 okay. I'll just I'll just that
2: he starts sinking under the water.
1: <laughs> well, it's okay. I'm treading all right. Uh.
2: I was waiting for the monster to come up and grab Patty Mayonnaise, like Shape of Water, drag her under the water, give her gills. <laughs> they just live happy and have babies under the water.
1: <laughs> Doug's the type of guy to be on fire and someone comes up with a fire extinguisher he goes, ah, it's alright, I'm used to it. <laughs> Somebody might need it more. It's not as bad as it looks. <laughs> I've had worse.
0: And not in a noble way, just in a, I'm so
2: uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Doug sucks. Yeah, D- Doug is uh, awful. The thing about Doug is it would not have been nearly as popular as it was back in the 90s if it didn't have such colorful background characters. Not colorful as in literally. It's got some very memorable side characters. And I think that's what
0: saves it. Chad Mayonnaise, (laughs) The Sleech Brothers,
1: Chalky Studebaker, Larry Butsevich. I have a fun game. Yeah. Let's Let's really quick, let's take a couple characters and we'll say what you need to do to a normal human being to make them that character from Doug. For example, to make Doug, you take a normal person, turn their anxiety to 100% and their self-confidence to zero and their situational awareness also to zero. And then you've done it. You have Doug. And then you drop an iron on their head and you just keep on dragging it back and forth to get
2: that haircut that he has. Let's see. Who else we got? We got Skeeter, of course asphyxiate <laughs> asphyxiate. What did as- Riley <laughs> said drop him in the goose pond for a couple weeks <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but turn his Guy- uh,
1: <laughs> turn his uh, charisma up to about 85 though Guy Graham is Doug except you just take the self confidence and turn it like to 120% and don't do anything else to back it up <laughs> And you still
0: keep the anxiety at the same, but you just majorly boost the self confidence too. See, yeah, for
1: Patty
2: Mayonnaise, I'd say just straight 50% average across the board <laughs> in all categories. She is so bland, though. <clears throat> the only thing that makes her memorable is that. Dag! <laughs> her
1: voice. Dag! Dag! You gotta give it to Guy Graham. At least he knows when to take the L. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Unlike Doug, I I, I kind of love that guy. Grab is just up Like, all right, you've humiliated me. I know when it's time to leave. <laughs> Bang. See you later,
0: guys. Uh, for my for my final bit of Doug trivia of background characters, yes. I took a little screenshot from the Wikipedia article on Doug characters. Uh, just to let you know that Guy Graham is a recurring character in the show, and that he is often the enemy in Quailman fantasies, <laughs> and here are a few of his villainous identities. Oh, right. The Golden Salmon, <clears throat> Rupert Schmoop... Rupert <laughs>
1: Lord of the Polka, and Unnamed space Spacelon. <laughs> oh, you can't even drop on... You can't just drop the schmoot one on me like that. <laughs> Rupert Schmooper. Rupert Schmooper. Rupert Schmooper. What? Wow man, they were having a they were having a
2: really unproductive day in the office when they made that. <laughs> Fuck me, it's
1: Rupert Schmooper. I don't care. Drew, so I do have a question for you now. Is Guy Graham a character before this movie? Yeah. Oh wow, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Is he in the he o- seems like a movie original character. Yeah, he yeah, does.
1: Say, he's in the original series? He's like in the Nickelodeon series too? Oh, yeah, he's Rupert Schmooper, baby. (laughs) Oh, damn.
0: And the unnamed space slug. (laughs) Unnamed
2: space slug.
0: And and the other one was an article on Skeeter's dad, Joe Valentine, which I want to read verbatim for you. Yes. Voiced by Billy West in the Nickelodeon series and Fred Newman in the Disney series, Skeeter's father has a tendency to have short-term memory loss, also has a foul <laughs> temper, normally trying to count for himself, but he always skips to 10 after he reaches 2, and normally he turns beet red and gets angry at Skeeter when he points out his mistakes. What the fuck?
2: Skeeter has a mentally ill prone to anger father that's why he's so attracted to oh, Doug no. though cause he's like mentally ill but like in a
1: passive way Rupert Schmoopert still fucks me up <laughs> I know was... like if you would just if you would just suddenly say I was making that up I was just I was gaslighting you guys I would 100% believe you oh, yeah I would too Nope. but what was the first one again I remember it was just as good The golden salmon. (laughs) Yes.
2: Oh my god. I wanna look, I wanna see what the fuck that looks like. Is he just wearing like a salmon costume? Or is he literally a fish? I gotta see this.
0: Oh yeah, by the way, look up pictures of Joe Valentine from Doug, cause he looks hysterical.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) The golden salmon.
0: He's just guy Graham in, like a, a golden superhero costume. Oh, it's
2: not even a fish. But now I gotta
1: look up. No, oh,
2: that's that's stupid.
1: Yeah, I was hoping for it. A... Oh no, I just saw the picture of Joe Valentine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doesn't he have like big bushy eyebrows and a mustache? One, two, ten is his is his quote on the wiki. Oh god. <laughs> all right, let's. All right, I'm gonna look at it now. They don't even have pictures of Rupert schmooper I can't find <laughs> them. Nothing, nothing exists. For... Oh, God. <laughs> he looks Rupert like the, the sad Monopoly man, but blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor Joe I Valentine. Oh, my God.
0: Doug, as a show, tried to do Simpsons, and it tried to do Twin Peaks of, <laughs> we have these consistent but strange characters that are populating every scene... And you know, get little bits of development here and there. But Doug didn't run long enough to actually pay off on a lot of these. So you just get these very, very strange character bits for a, a side character like Connie Benj, who quit to fat camp because Doug shot her down and broke
2: her self esteem. Sorry, <laughs> oh my Connie. My I just don't like fat shakes.
1: How does anyone in the doug universe interact with doug himself for more than five minutes and not go oh this man is obsessed with patty mayonnaise how did they not like fix the writing to make it not so
2: one-sided <laughs> that would have made it a lot less creepy you know what else is
0: uh a little bit one-sided What's that how often our audience has gotten fucking dug? <laughs> you guys didn't dug us once this entire season oh, for real. our
1: are... emails have been open you could have dug us anytime but you didn't
2: we are unduggable you got one chance left we to were... do it we got one more episode coming up where we unwind talk about it a little bit talk about the film and play a
1: couple fun games we'll make it a fun little, uh, little episode for you Ooh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll do... This a, is your last chance. I'll do a bonus challenge. If anyone emails us <laughs> and Dugs us back, the absolute audacity of it, I'd be willing to review another Doug episode. <laughs> so just text Doug to 411. Uh, uh, texting fees may apply. Until next week's... Uh
0: big finale special thank you for joining us i've
1: been drew i've been sam i've been adam this has been edging on podcast your favorite podcast and joey Kukamanga. that was edging
2: on doug new episodes released every friday tune in next week to hear us continue to talk about doug's first movie in 10 minute increments be sure to like and follow to avoid being dugged the Edgy On Podcast is a podcast started by Sam featuring Drew and Adam. Original music created by Sam featuring outro theme. Family album by Wave Rider.